Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now, on with the show. Our guests today are Ashley Murphy and Marissa Hagmeyer. Co-founders of The Neat Method, a luxury home organizing company. The Neat Method is the largest professional luxury organizing company in the U.S. and Canada in terms of staffers, but they're also known for helping homeowners find personalized practical solutions to their home organizing dilemmas. With spring cleaning in full swing, we were hoping to pass along some home organizing tips and just kind of pick your brains about like how we can all be more organized. So Ashley and Marissa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. You know, I think it's probably a common issue organizing and something that I think in social media especially has really kind of, I don't know, I guess celebrated more. Oh, yeah. You know, you're seeing it so much now. And I feel like it really goes hand in hand with what we talk about on the show all the time, which is really making sure your home functions for you. Furniture is a huge element of that. You know, how is your layout? Is your furniture comfortable? But the organization and sort of like the more utilitarian aspects of your house, I think it's really where organizing comes in. So excited to chat about it. Yeah, so are we. So maybe just start and kind of tell us how Neat Method came about and sort of what led you into this industry. Oh, gosh. So we can take you back pretty far. So we are a little over 12 12 years, years. 12 years ago, almost teenagers. (laughs) We started out of San Francisco. And really, I would say it was definitely more of a passion project at first, just something that we were like, this is what we love doing. Um, So wait, you guys were friends who just loved cleaning? (laughs) 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 Kind of, kind of. There's more layers to the story for sure. But the short version, the short version, you know, we could, we could talk all day if you'd really like. When you even mentioned like the world of social media, like Instagram wasn't even really like, maybe it was just starting to come out like right after we launched. But it was one of those things where we knew we had like our own personal knack for living this like very high functioning, organized, efficient life, let's say. And the industry does like has existed obviously for years, the industry being when somebody would come into your home and organize it for you has definitely been around. But we were like, I feel like there's a slight difference of how we would want to approach this. And I think especially living in San Francisco, where you have a lot of like working professionals, we were like, well, what if you went in their home and organized it without them being there? Like why, you know, this industry- More of a luxury approach to the like service. So we tried, you know, we were like, let's try a few of these in San Francisco. And it kind of, it was almost, almost like we proved to ourselves that it could work really well to not have them like handholding us throughout the process. So that's kind of like where it was created in the sense of you go away, we've got you, we'll get this taken care of. You come home and it's this like big aha reveal of, and now you have a perfectly organized kitchen. Yep. 
and doing it in like a really time efficient manner. So like bringing in a team and, you know, doing it quickly, not like you purchase sessions and you're kind of slowly, you know, biting through a big project of organizing your entire home. Yeah. So that's literally like drop your keys off. You open the door, y'all come in. I leave for the day. I come home and it's done. Correct. The one, yes, typically like a space of the home. I mean, we've definitely worked magic and depends on how many people we have, but yeah. yeah. So yes. And it's when, when we say like luxury, like luxury for us means this is a luxury to be able to have somebody that can do this without you needing. It's such a daunting task. Right. And we all, Mm -hmm. we all go through that. You know, we all obviously don't have professional organizers coming into our home. So for us, it's like the luxury of the ability to have this. And we then complete each space from true start to finish. So anything that you're looking to edit down, we take, we would take, we would donate, we would consign, or we do, I should say. Um, And then we also would go and buy the product that would work really well to complete that story. So a little bit of everything. And then we launched our own product line just about three years ago. So that sort of has been like the next layer for us of kind of expanding this and really um, just like furthering the industry and what is available to both like our client. So the person that we've been explaining that we help get organized, but also just, you know, people that desire organization, but don't necessarily hire professionals to come in and do it. Sure. Sure. Like some people want to do it themselves or yeah, yeah don't yeah. go. Okay. Back up a little bit. How did y'all meet? Like, how did you both, <laughs> and, and how did you both kind of develop this talent of being organized and this efficiency? Yeah. The story is actually really fun. So we actually have a third business partner. So that third business partner and I are the two that founded the company, like, you know, in San Francisco on those first, like, I had 24 months of two years of business. Marissa and the other founder went to college together. And Marissa was like, she lived in Chicago and she's like, this is really cool what you guys are doing. I too was the kid that grew up color coding my crayons. Like, you know, this is amazing. Would you guys at all be interested in like expanding to Chicago? And I was like, well, funny you should ask. I'm actually moving back there. So So it was really kind of like this two woman show just servicing the Bay Area. And it was this amazing opportunity for us to actually try to see, like, could we recreate something in one metropolitan city, you know, with another. So Marissa and I then, like, I moved back to Chicago. We met, like, fast friends. Yes, (laughs) fell in love, fast friends. And I was like, Marissa, would you help us, like, see if we could get this off the ground and like, could this be an expansion idea? So we did. So that was like 2013, 2012. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. End of 2012. So we then, I mean, the story could keep going, I guess. Yeah. So Marissa worked for me for like, worked like with us for a while, then moved to Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, well, you're leaving me. How could you do this? But then she was like, well, this is actually the perfect opportunity to see if this really is like more than just like a two city thing like could be replicated yeah could other markets like embrace the concept and hire these types of services so she moved to fort lauderdale and truly that's kind of when our entire expansion 
program was created um, and how we then started expanding into all these other markets. Well, okay, so you start this, I mean, I'm like, it's kind of blows my mind a little bit because, you know, and I, and it makes sense the way you tell the story, like you, you know, relocating, but I mean, franchising is like, that's yeah. a huge, like that was a very ambitious kind of plan that you had. That's really cool. And so how many markets are you in now? 98, I think is the market count. I think we have over a hundred franchise owners, but mm -hmm. a couple of them have multiple people running the market. Yeah. Market wise, we're right around a hundred, a little under a wow. hundred. And that's in the US and in um, Canada as oh well. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I mean, it is like when you, you know, look at it and think about it, it's like, that's, that's a lot. I can't believe that's all happened in the last 12 years. But I think what's interesting and really cool about this is that like, they really have come to us, they flock to us. And we have a very stringent interview process for them to make sure they like represent Ooh. the brand well and whatnot. But it's been very organic in in the growth process on that side of things for sure. And which makes it makes it fun. You know, it's just other people that are kind of loving the brand and loving what we're doing. And then we're able to give this them this opportunity to run their own business. So I think it was it actually was just like really amazing to see the types of women that would reach out to us. And so I think truly like getting to know them, especially like the early ones, you know, mm -hmm. you're just you're like, wow, it's almost what drove us to create like well, yeah. what what could we do? to work with these women? What could we do to help them? You know, obviously as any company or business goes, you're like, I don't know, like, could we teach you anything? Like we, yeah. maybe, maybe we have and then, tricks. I don't know. <laughs> right. We didn't wake up and we were like, we should start an organizing company and have a hundred owners. No. Like that all just kind of came to be. Um, yeah. So it's been really amazing. You know, they, everyone that has ever touched Neat Method has taught us along the way mm -hmm. new ideas and new things to try. So it is a very like, we consider it this very collaborative community that has gotten us to this point for sure. Okay, well, let's talk about organizing. Like, what is your, where do we start? You know, what are you talking, like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, what is your pitch to someone that's like, I don't need an organizer? I think that like, especially today, maybe one of the common misconceptions, I guess, because of social media, how we were talking about is that like, you know, do you need perfection in your pantry? The answer is like, no, when you think about it from like a visual perspective, but when you think about it from what it actually gives you back by having that, that's like why you should be interested. Like we could ask anybody, like, do you feel like you have enough time in your day? Do you feel like your mornings are efficient? Right. <laughs> You know, and like those answers are like anybody can kind of relate to that. Do you feel like you feel calm in your home? Like, you know, we all can sit and say like, well, no, not always. Right. And so like having the organization is to achieve those things. Right. It's not like about the perfect picture. It's about like the fact that you get time back in your day. You can function efficiently. Everyone knows where things are. Everyone knows where to put things back. And that's like the true value in it. And so when you start talking to someone like that, they're like, oh, okay, right? But not everyone naturally sees that as like the reason why. Right, it, it, I do feel like it goes kind of in tandem with decorating in also in the sense that you think of it as being very aesthetic. Right. But a really 
you know, well-decorated home is a lot more than that. It's really Hold more up. function. Oh. And so, but, you know, the prettiness is sort of like misleading a little bit, you know, Yeah, just, sure. I mean, yeah. but the sense of calm you feel going into a well, we'll say well curated space, because obviously like decorating is one aspect of it, but to us organizing is the additional layer. You know, why spend all this time making the outside look so beautiful, meaning like the outside of the cabinets or the closets, and then you open them up and you're like, oh, don't, you know, don't open that. And it's like this furniture and these paint colors and the textures, like that's all amazing. So we just feel like it's an extension of this like well-curated space, but we all can attest to like walking in a room in your home that is cleaned up and, you know, well, feels different yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah like there's calmness for sure that for sure comes over you. yeah okay well I, let's let's get back to taryn's question taryn Where you do asked you start? I just, yeah where yeah, to start like I have no idea how to even put a, per like what to do first. Yeah. Like, where Yeah, do I I start? think that's how Mm every, -hmm. much like many other things in life, it is one of those things where you're like, it overwhelms one to think like, oh my gosh, I've got to organize my entire house. So it sounds pretty cliche, but you really just start small. Like it could be as simple as just like a drawer and like you keep doing that and eventually things, and, and you're going to have to keep touching it. It's not just like it's organized one once. and done. Yeah. So We would say to start small. And I think really the biggest thing is like the area of the home that affects you the most, which typically is a kitchen, typically, because that's, you know, it's definitely a space you're touching every day or your personal like closet. And Yeah. then as far as like actual process is concerned, so whether it's like a drawer or an entire garage, it's like, The place to start is taking it all out and really assessing what you actually have. So as we do that, we do it by category and it's mind blowing every time to really see when you put categories together, because usually in an unorganized space, they're not, you put it together and you're like, I had six nail clippers in this space. <laughs> like, wow, that's, is everyone clipping their nails together Mm -hmm. or what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I have <laughs> one for each nail and I only have six toes. Yeah. Like that is pretty funny. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh huh. It, or like, or let's say it's a, you know, someone gets married and you're combining homes and Mm now hmm you have somehow four ice cream scoops. Like we see it all the time where then it's just, it takes the effort to create those categories and actually like pull them all together. Like make sure you know where it all is, put it all out and then ask yourself some of those like, like ruthless questions, you know, where you're just like, Okay, like, do Yeah. I really need six slippers? Okay, that's something that I've always, always wondered about someone that organizes for you. I'm like, how do they throw your things out? Yeah, do you pick the best nail clipper? Yeah, do you pick the best one? Yeah, yeah, You're like, we this do. is the best We'll of the look six? at it and we'll be like, you know what? This one feels like it really gets <laughs> the job done. <laughs> this one's rusted. and then <laughs> we set aside, I mean, you'd be amazed at what you know and can like advise on. after seeing so many homes, you're like, unless you're starting an ice cream shop, like you don't need four and you can kind of look at four and see which one looks somewhat the best. Now we're not then Okay. just taking the others and running. Like we leave them. <laughs> We're like, I know. we're like, I'm actually going to start the ice cream store now. No, <laughs> but we'll like set it aside, you know, and make sure to ask questions when needed. There's some clients though. They're like, I don't even care. Doesn't even matter. Just like you make the decision and then, You know, it's so it depends.
Okay. I, okay, if there are four ice cream scoops, that I can understand. What about, like, the random cords? What about children's papers? What about, oh. like, random photos that someone printed for many. you I need all the like, answers. aren't in an album? I mean, like, what about that stuff that's, like, you personal? Want, do you want to go one by one? Because uh, I, I know. <laughs> I do, because I think anyone listening is thinking it, too. I mean, the cords is really scary to me. Cords is a little different than kids' papers. Kids' papers... You know, we do, we handle things very like, I guess it, what I, I Cut and dry. Yes, yes. yes. That's a thing. But I'm like, so the apple that they colored 12 different times in kindergarten, <laughs> right. you're keeping all of them because you're going to eventually like frame them when they're 13 mm-hmm. or in high school. Like, what are you doing with them? So it is something where we're like, here's a bin when it gets full like look at everything. It's totally fine to see their progress where they can now color in the lines and yay, he's doing great. <laughs> like let's then, you know, move on. But it, I mean, you guys, we've seen it all. We've seen baby teeth. We've seen, I mean, everything. Umbilical cord. Yeah, you name it. So it is it is one of those things where we're like, we are not there at all to place judgment. Like if you no. want to keep all this, have at it. But I think when it comes to then taking over too much storage, you just have to start asking yourself some of those mm-hmm. questions. Where you're- so we'll like prompt with those. If yeah. it seems like someone that does want to keep more and doesn't have the space, we have a great company we work with who you can literally send them the whole box. They put it together in a book for you. That's a lot easier than all this, all the paper, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, That's a great answer. As far as Cords. cords are concerned. I mean, cords are really hard. We definitely like, you would be surprised sometimes though, that like, I mean, just by like how far down in a bin and how dusty something is that you're like, these are kind of obvious. Like these clearly have not been touched in a very, very, very long time. Right. And the good news is with cords, I'm going to use the same example of like house manuals. You can buy them if, if you, you need them. Or, or you can access them. a manual online if you need it. So we're Every now, time. you know, we're all keeping these boxes in our basement that are full of like, well, that's the stove and that's this and that's, it. you know, and you're like, yeah, but have you ever actually opened it? No, you probably called the service repair guy. Like, yeah. But if you didn't and you wanted to try to figure it out, you can, you can get it online. It. Yeah. Like that's what YouTube's for. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I do feel like the cords, I'm always just like, I don't know what this goes to, so I'm just not going to throw it out just in case. I'm right there with you. I get it. Old computer, like chips are like digital, like digital camera. Anyone who's like under the age of 25 is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. A little, you know, (laughs) card that like goes in your digital camera. I don't know. I have things like that where I'm like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm scared to throw it away. Film, like photo. Mm -hmm. Yes. Film. And I'm like, maybe I should not print these. Like maybe. (laughs) Right. You just. You got to You just those. Yeah. Hours. Do you remember what was on there? Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm. So I think you should. Okay. Okay. That sounds exciting. What about something uh, bulky like shoes? Is that really just like if you haven't worn it, get rid of it? Bulky shoes. Well, you just or just the category category of shoes because you know you got to oh. have the perfect shoe for a lot of outfits. So. Where do you guys? Shoes are hard because they're not something that's like a, yeah, like you have some that maybe you do just wear once right? a year, but you still love them or you. And they always fit. Or yeah. I like moved from Florida to Denver. Ooh. And now, you know. <laughs> that's a good example. That I'm never going to see the light of day. That's yeah. for sure. Um, but I think that like, you know, 
basically it's all just about prioritizing them in the space. So you can care, you can hold on to the one time a year shoe, but it's like, have it be super high up. Don't let it take up the prime real estate in your closet. I think shoes, the easiest way to edit them is when they are well-loved. Yeah. So it's like, if they are that well-loved and things are missing, like yeah. unless there's something where it's worth a repair on them, it's just time to get rid of them. I mean, there any category you're mentioning, we always find, you know, there's definitely everybody hoards something. So it could be shoes. It could be, they haven't gotten rid of a cord since the eighties, like, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, but I would say that it really all it should come down to like how much space you have. And then if you're out of the space, you have to just make tougher decisions. Um, and or, be on a one in one out. Policy. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's good. Well, I'm in a, I'm the weird anomaly right now where I moved into a mat, like a, a much bigger than my family size space, but I still mm-hmm. haven't, there are boxes I have not opened in the basement or like I opened, it was like, oh, I don't need to go through this, which I haven't, which you're like, well, then you don't need it, you know? So now right. I'm like, you're yeah. just sitting there. You can, cause I have the space, but like, I don't need you sitting there. So. Yeah. Honestly, the more space, the harder it is because. Well, I can hoard for just, days. Yeah, exactly. Right. I could put another family right. down there if I really wanted to hoard, but like, <laughs> yeah. So some days you think about it, but you're like back on family when the others are being rough. <laughs> I mean, that, that never happens. Um, <laughs> Okay, you jokingly said that everybody hoards. I want to know what you two hoard. Ooh, that's a good one. I should say yours. Ooh, say each other's, yes. (laughs) As they stare Uh, at each other. (laughs) I'm like, I I used to have an answer to this that's no longer the case. When I moved, I got rid of all of them. What was your old answer? I used to love those, like, Cook's Illustrated recipe. Ooh like magazines. And I would just, I had like a stack of them and I was like, I go online to get my recipes. Like they're all saved in my Pinterest as much as you wanted. I wanted to open these and I never opened them. Yeah. I hoard, I have an issue with coats and chapstick. Yeah, that's true. Those two, nothing, Um, no other category though, really. Like I don't, that's good. I mean, coats, they're very practical chapstick. It doesn't take up much room, it's but fine. my coat closet is all me and my family also needs to use it. So it is, it is a slight problem. <laughs> coats is a good one though. I, I think it's like the shoes yeah. where you will have a coat. You're like, okay, this is like maybe once a year. No. The right. best is like shoes. I probably have 10. Like it's, oh. I, I'm like, a, it's like minimalist everywhere else in life. You do have a lot of coats. Coats are my thing. <laughs> I just ordered two and I'm like, Can well, you, you do live one? in cold areas. So like respectively, Good. so yeah. I don't yeah. have as many coats in the South. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We always often hear this from designers that it's harder to decorate their own homes than a client. Do you have the same issue with organizing? Is it harder to organize yeah. your own space? Yeah. Yeah. You see it different for sure. Yes. And it's interesting because when we used to work in the field is what we would, you know, is kind of how we reference it within the company now. Those were the days like working yeah. in the field. <laughs> so when you used to go into the client's homes um, and we do it so infrequently, unless it's a training of new owners um, or we just luck out and get to go on a really fun job with one of our neighboring mm-hmm. franchise owners, um, you would go in, you would organize somebody else's home. And somehow, no matter what, 
you would get inspired to go back to your own house, even after eight or nine hours on your feet. And you're like, gotta get, gotta get rid of some, put the kids to bed. I gotta get these spices organized. Like there's this weird, like it comes over you where you're like, I, I, there's so many more things I could actually do to be more organized. I would say that. Yeah. For both of us, it's not like a cobbler's kids have no shoes situation. It's like a, there isn't enough time now that we have to run this operation <laughs> and or that like, yeah, you do just see your space a little bit differently where like we'll FaceTime each other and, and someone offers a suggestion and you're like, right. I just have been like seeing it. And we, we were like that on jobs even back in the day when we would organize together, you know, there's rules and there's methodology for sure, but there's also like seeing it two different ways. So if you're stuck in a space at a client's and you're organizing their closet and you're like, I just can't figure this out, bringing in a fresh set of eyes, sometimes you're all this, they're all of a sudden like, oh, just do this. And you're like, well, thank God I've been standing <laughs> here, you know, but you're just like too close to it. Yeah. Yeah. What about, you know, you, you kind of talked about like when you start, you take everything out, categorize it. What about products? Because I feel like there's so much organizing product on the market and it's like, you know, you got to use your measuring tape, which one's right. They're all very expensive. Mm-hmm. What is sort of your, it's do you have any rules? Equal. That's what we <laughs> have learned over okay. the years. For sure. What else? Like, what do we need to know before we start sure. going out and buying things to help the organizing process? Um, well, so you kind of started getting at it. Definitely like the level of detail that you do when measuring is super important. Um, that's a major misstep usually Yeah, missing like hinges, missing like lips at the edge of a cabinet, things like that can all make the process really long and exhausting because you're going back and forth to return things. I'm going to interrupt. The number (laughs) one thing you need to know is to not buy product before you actually organize though. So you don't go in and start just like measuring. You have to actually understand the categories and where they're going to live. And then you go to that. Like, do not buy product to inspire yourself to get organized. Yeah. It's not going to work. Okay. We definitely have organizers now that can like plan out the space. But like you got you got to have years of experience to be able to really like be able to do that. I want to talk about that process really? though. Because yes, I can pull out everything in the pantry to your point, And then mm-hmm. I can probably fit it on my kitchen island, right? But then I need my kitchen island by the time dinner curls around kind of thing. Yeah, so no, like, no, no. You set it back. So you would just organize it back, but then buy the tools yep. to essentially then case or to categorize. Yeah, or because gather. now that you've removed it all and maybe you had like, okay, you know, maybe there were, there were nuts on that shelf and also like dried fruit down there and this mm-hmm. over here. But you're like, oh, I could kind of combine this category. And I hadn't thought to do that before. Okay. So mm-hmm. now I've taken it all out. I've started to combine mm-hmm. You know, you would make one whole bin of sweet treats that you're like, okay, there's candy and cookies in this. Great. And it would all fit because you can now see how much capacity Mm -hmm. it would take up on the shelf that you placed it back on. And then as far as like really deciding if the product is right for you, I would say that obviously aesthetically, it should be an extension of what is happening outside of the place that you're organizing as far as like a look. And then functionality. We, every single one of our products is multifunctional. Like it should be able to be used in multiple spaces of the home. Um, because what happens is transition. Like there are so many transitions in life. And as that happens, sometimes you need to repurpose things in different spaces. And then really like you have to think about, yes, does it fit, but also like weight and the material 
based off of what's going inside of it, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to make something too heavy that has to live on a top shelf and is really hard to get down. You also don't want to put heavy things in a really beautiful, but like not sturdy enough basket. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, our entire beginning was the actual organizing itself. And for many years we were like, well, okay, let's go to this store and see what exists, you know, and see if this, we can find products that will work. And the, the truth is, is that there were a lot of voids. So there were a lot of things where we're like, this is not universal. This will not work. This does not fit on shelving because shelving typically is like this. So we then decided, we were like, well, how amazing would this be if we could actually design our own mm -hmm. that is the functioning plus aesthetic? And so that is what our mission was. And it, I mean, that very early started, but we didn't really know how to achieve that where we were like, oh, it seems a little daunting. Like we're a franchise business that organizes. And then we lucked at, you know, we luckily figured it out. And now we're really clipping along at like designing even more unique and like very cool products. Yeah. So all of our products are stuff that we have designed. And that's everything from like the size to the color to the material, you know, picking all of that to make sure that it fills those voids in the marketplace. I feel like there are two kind of schools. There's like the clear bin mm -hmm. and then there's like the covered bin, you know, or opaque bin where it's like, it looks more uniform. What is your preference? I mean, when we first started, we lived in the clear bin world for sure, because I think that there is something nice sometimes about being able to see things. I think that like, as we have evolved in the industry, the plastics just kind of got to go is our opinion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're much more focused on sustainable materials where we can, not everywhere. There still is, you know, things that kids are going to touch need to not be fragile. We get that, but we're much more focused on it being a sustainable solution. And the reality is, is like, Typically, plastics are not a good extension of the home, right? So like you don't want to like you want to incorporate color, the colors that you have and like the natural materials that you have going on in your design and not open and see like all the crazy colors of the rainbow from yeah. your kid's paint collection or whatever it is. So we definitely are have evolved in that realm and our, our um, product line is much more focused on, you know, metals and natural material. Okay. How important is it? This sort of goes with the clear bin idea. How important is it? It's to color code because mm -hmm. this is something that has become quite a thing. Like, yeah, it's a thing in, on Instagram or yeah. whatever in like the organizing. We definitely believe in color coding for sure. Like, again, I think as we originally started, we lived in a world of rainbows. And then as time went on, we decided we wanted to pivot and change that story for ourselves. So we still believe in color coding. We definitely like our service is to, especially in like a clothing category, for you to be able to see like all of your white shirts, all of your green shirts, like it allows you to then say, Okay, when I go shopping this spring, I am not buying any more white shirts because I can see how much I have. So we do believe in it. However, in in mo in other areas outside of especially like a clothing closet, we don't expect clients to keep that up. It's just not it like I don't even keep it up in my dresser drawers. Like you just, you know, you kind of just get busy and you're like, I just folded these clothes. I'm just gonna stick them in the drawer. Yeah. But when we leave a home, it is as perfectly curated for that like aha moment. 
And then, you know, we do say, listen, if you want to keep this up and you want to do Roy G. Biv, more power to you. But we we know that life gets hectic and that may not be the case. Think about it like interior design. If somebody's like going in or, or in, you know, designing an office for somebody in their home and they leave it with like just these perfect decor items perfectly placed and whatnot. But like that interior designer is doing the fresh flowers and it's for that aha moment when the client walks in and like loves it. You don't expect them to not put paper on the desk, you know? Okay. Okay. I feel like that is a great way to frame it and make so much sense because I often see those color coded, like, you know, the closet makes sense, right? That's, yeah, that's like pretty sure. easy, but like kids toys uh, or something. The and you're food. just like- The food too. Uh, I'm like, then I gotta keep buying the purple stuff. It's almost more like off-putting because you're like, I'm never- Keeping up with that. Going to achieve that. So no. why even try? It almost, it's interesting because obviously the organizing world is, it is amazing for your well-being. Like we firmly believe that, but I would be concerned that it would cause more stress that you put the- orange before the red, you know, like you're just like, Oh, like there's not enough time in the day to keep this color coded. Right. And I think like, especially with kids spaces, you just gotta be realistic. It's like our whole thing. And the reason we buy products for our clients is to give them a solution that is sustainable that they can keep up with, you know? So yeah, there might be certain things that you would leave really pretty, but not expect them to hold up. But like in a kid's space, I'm more of the opinion that it's like, you need to give them, I, we do categorize everything and I firmly believe kids can keep up with that. Mine do and they're young, but like it doesn't, you don't expect kids to keep up with the color coding of food, play food. <laughs> okay. What about, um, organizing kids toys? Like what are your, can you guess what life phase Caroline's in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah. Well, Taryn and I both have two young kids, like yeah. four and one. So this is one of our favorite questions, even from a client. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing we train all of our owners on to like, you're going in. Throw them away. Somebody wants, somebody wants a kid's space. The very first thing we ask is who's in charge, you or the kid? Because if mommy lets kid say they're keeping everything, then that's a very different, because you're gonna probably have another holiday or birthday that you're buying more toys. So if little Willie gets to keep everything, then you're kind of, which Will is my son's name. That's why I was like, oh my God. I call him Willie. She so. doesn't call him little Willie though. <laughs> little Willie, I love it. I do. Aw. Okay, so it when little Willie gets new toys, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mom knows the ones that he has not used in a while. <laughs> and so I, I, they just somehow magically disappear. And our approach would be to say to you, okay, maybe if you're concerned that they're going to ask where their favorite fire truck went, stow it away somewhere like offsite, you know, like out of that room. And if they do continuously ask for it, fine. Like maybe that is a very important toy for them, but the chances are that they forget that they even have it because they now have this new shiny toy. So that is our advice. Like just to like one in one out, like truly do not let them be the boss of like what they keep. I mean, you could go on and on on this topic of just like what that instills and you know, yeah. So I make my kids before Christmas or birthdays, like pick what they're going to give to someone else. Just 
Yeah. You got to do it. Smart. It's part of the way this works. Here's the bag. Some of my kids are better than other. One of my kids is better than the other at it. But, (laughs) but yeah, there also is like the Montessori concept, right? Which is like, keep some other stuff hidden and like switch it out every once in a while. So it isn't just this like overabundance of toys at all times. Yeah. That can be a good approach. And then we also always say like that basically your kids are forced to keep up with it at school. So like they can't like they have to put it away. As long as you keep the categories broad enough, they should be able to. And there's actually a lot of benefits to it, like early literacy Mm -hmm. skills and things like that too. So get them involved is really the biggest thing and try and keep it to a minimum, which, you know, sometimes is raining in grandparents and things like that too. But yeah. And try and keep it also all in one space. Yeah. Not like spread throughout the entire house. Cause I think that then that makes it seem like there is always room for growth here versus being like, like, I know our food bin is full. Like there is, we need no more kitchen food. We got an entire bin that's full of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm more, I'm thinking like, okay, do you put it all behind closed doors and just like, as long as it's behind the door, it's fine. Yeah. Does it need to be in like the labeled bin? Like what is your kind of- Spaces are interesting. And obviously we all live in different sized spaces, whether you're in a big city that has very, like a lot smaller space or, you know, a more rural area. So most times when we get hired to go in to organize a playroom or whatnot, oftentimes there's not a lot of vertical height in that space. And we then are like, is there the ability to either in a closet, instead of having just like one shelf and one rod, could there be shelving installed? Or if it's in a room, like an open room, could there be shelving somehow around the perimeter of this space? Because as soon as you start to use that vertical height, it does Mm -hmm. help a lot for just getting stuff off the ground and into bins. We are very cautious where we're like, just make sure that the kids are not climbing to the top of that shelving, like affix it to the wall, whatever needs to happen. So definitely like think about that for sure. And then like, you know, at the top of that could be the arts and crafts that you don't want them to access. And then at the bottom, it's totally fine if they're grabbing more of like their plush toys or whatever that is. But we would say too, that it can be exposed. Like it doesn't all need to be behind closed doors. I think it needs to be contained. Yeah. But it doesn't need, I think there's ways to contain in beautiful bins, baskets, canister, you know, whatever that is that looks nice. And that's why we say kind of like, you got to take it all out and understand what there is. Because like, let's say you're dealing with an empty space. And as we're organizing it, we're like, all right, big cars is a thing here. And like, you're trying to come up with a solution. Well, then you're wanting to either, as Ashley said, build out some shelving in a closet, or if there isn't that buy a piece of furniture that there is some ability to close. Because of course, if you have those just lining a room, it does just start to feel cluttered, right? Yeah. Okay. How about we get into spring cleaning a little bit? Because we haven't touched on that and it's kind of the season. What, I don't know. What is your approach to spring cleaning? Do you clean all year round? Do you do like a big yearly thing? What do y'all do in your own lives? I'd say we both spring clean. Oh yeah. I mean, we live fairly organized lives and with organized homes, but I think you always have to keep going back to it. It's something that has to happen, I'd say at least twice a year, where it's just like you got to focus on some spaces and really thinking through like, how do we use this space now? Like things transition, especially if you have kids and all of a sudden you're no longer needing certain items and things like that. So 
and yeah, there is something about spring that you're just like excited to start fresh. And yeah, so we, we both, both do it. Yeah. And we, I think it's also your climate, right? You, we grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. Like we both still live in, um, seasonal locations where you do get that. There is for me, it's a nostalgic thing of, of it. It's spring. It's a fresh start. Like, yeah. It's like a, you know, so yes, we personally do. I could see in locations that are kind of the same weather year round. I could see that not feel, I don't know. Or I should say we've noticed it some with our franchise owners where mm -hmm. there isn't as much of a rush in that like April, May, June to get as organized. So it's kind of fun to, we get to see it all throughout our owners now. I think we see it a lot in the fall actually too. Like back to school? Back to school. Yeah. Cause like the kids are out and you're like, okay, we got to reset here. Like things just got crazy for a few months and you're heading into the holiday season where you're going to entertain people. Like a lot of times people step into high gear because all of a sudden they're entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Time to, right? yeah. Uh, people are coming Time in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. What about, my question here would be, so we've talked about even with spring cleaning, you're cleaning out the actual disposing of things and just the best ways to do it because we all have something to get rid of or a handoff. So what are some tips and tricks you guys have for doing it responsibly? I think some of this is definitely a personal preference for sure. If we're talking about items like paint and cleaning and that type of stuff, like I think it is very important to like look into your local recycling options for sure. So in in the homes that we're going into or our owners are going into, we are saying like make sure you're familiar with like how to best dispose of items, you know, responsibly. But then as it relates to like kitchen items or furniture or clothing, I do think a lot of that is a personal preference of just like are you nope. donating it? Are you giving it to a younger sibling or are you consigning? Yeah. Right. So we'll involve, we'll involve the um, client in that decision-making because it just kind of depends. Yeah. But I think I'm it, it, think it does. It's unfortunately I do. I don't think it's always, especially when it's like materials, like the, the, you know, paints and batteries and it's not always the easiest, yeah, which no. I think just gets hard where you're just like, Oh, like, where can I even drop off this bag of old batteries? Yeah, right. Um, so I wish there were more simple solutions. And obviously every location is going to be mm. different for sure. Um, one tip though, that I think we could give here would be that if you have like a donation bin, we'll call it, or it could be a bag, whatever, in various spots of your home, I think it makes it a lot easier to do that as time goes on. So like in my kids' closets, I have a too small bin that's like, I'm not going to like sit and do the entire closet right now, but like we just tried this on and it's too small. So I'm going to put it in there and then we're going to deal with that once that gets full, right? Yeah. You also in your own closet can have a, I have a donation bin in there where it's like, I start to just, you just yeah. get in there and you're like, oh, I hate this shit. Yeah. This is gone, <laughs> you know? And so having those like strategically placed around your house is definitely a good tip, I think, to just get like from being so overwhelming. Well, looking online at all your product too, you guys have such a great selection of lined bins and, you know, a lot of beautiful materials too. So, and you even got like a tray. I love a good tray. We talk about trays all the time. So thank you for making a beautiful tray. You're welcome. <laughs> that means a lot coming from you since you're in that world. I mean, I've designed a tray or two, so take it as a true. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Yeah. It's exp- okay. Tell tell people about trays because aren't they like very expensive and very hard because of corners, right? Sure are. Like drawers. Oh. Yeah. You mean to manufacture. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there's a reason they're expensive. It's because it seems We basically have just fully embraced the fact that like yeah, there's just product that's going to be more expensive to manufacture because a lot of the organizing product out there is like nested of various sizes and it's cuz it's cheaper to mm-hmm. buy it that way, yeah. you know, to buy three that fit inside of each other, but we're like doesn't actually really work like yeah so you know we have some that are straight line sides and things like that but it's like because you actually then fully you know if you don't have a tapered bin but instead you have straight line you actually get more out of your shelf yeah so it is annoying that it does Mm -hmm. cost more sometimes for that but for that reason but the good news is is i think that much like furniture you know if you're you're investing in these pieces you have them for ever like they're you're not just like getting rid of them i mean sure some things can become well loved but i do think that for the most part it's a it's a purchase that's with you for life yeah all right this is another just me product question because there's so many bins you pull in and out in and out and i always worry about the surface and i'm sure you guys have thought that through what is this what's the solution there on areas you know you're constantly pulling a bin out yeah our products all have protective measures so we have protective feet and felt bottoms um, but when we didn't so if you have a product sitting in your own Mm -hmm. home we really do believe in like putting that felt putting that felt foot on or putting that rubberized for the grippiness in a drawer like there's definitely things that you can do but the protection is key i mean we've seen it a lot where shelves so much do get ruined um and we really pride ourselves on making sure that doesn't happen. So like rubberized, if you don't need it to move, you need it to stick and then felt if you want it to slide in and out. Perfect. Yes. No, I just have a few areas where I tried to use some old bin, you know, that works, but it was like metal. And then my, like, it didn't work on my wood shelf. And I was like, I'm going to kill this thing. So yeah, buy the right tools. Yes. (laughs) And there's all different like thicknesses of those things to make sure that it like sticks out the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can always buy those, um, and I do this for furniture all the time, the mm-hmm. little felt. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah, was little, little felt stickers. <laughs> that's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I you, they you, they come on yours, but if you yeah. don't have right. them, yeah. Correct. Correct. Just go like out and buy yeah. those, or even like the dots that are the rubber mm-hmm. ones. Yes. Those as well, Perfect. for sure. What is somewhere in your home that each of you need to organize right now? Should I turn the camera around? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, my husband and I are currently tackling our garage. Like we just cleared out the entire garage. I was so eager for a nice warm day last weekend. That's what we did. And it's, it's a full process. Like it's definitely a work in progress. Um, so the garage was key and it, it trickles then into the next space. So then by getting the garage organized, it helps us to better set up our basement storage. Yep. So that's personally. I would say garage and basement too, actually. We actually just decided to store a final sample of every one of our products in my basement. So our bar is currently lined with my products and I need to get that organized. All right. I have a question. One more that goes back to actually the organizing, because you were saying you're working on your garage and that it was a full process. A lot of times the day ends or you had to stop and pause. What do you do in the pause Mm -hmm. if you have now, that's my biggest, my biggest pickle is literally, I don't want to start because I don't know how to pause if I need to pause versus finish the job. 
I mean, you basically just nailed it of why our company exists and why these types of services exist. Truly just because like we come in, it is put back together it's by done. the end okay. of the day. Yeah. However, we get it not for everybody. So as my husband and I uh, approached doing the garage, he's like, well, no, we don't need to take everything out. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we You're going to try and convince me to do this. This is literally my like, job. Whoa. Literally. And I'm like, We're taking everything out. And he's like, well, I need to leave to go to okay. so-and-so's. Like, the master's uh-huh. is on. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, we Canceled. are. We, so we did like check for rain. We made sure the items that were sitting out for, Uh so that's obviously outside different stuff. Inside your own space though, I actually think it's one of those things where it is a full commitment. You know, for us to come in and do an entire space is eight hours with two to three people. So you're talking about yourself individually. Mm -hmm. You need to set aside three days that you're willing to live in a chaotic mess. It just is the reality. So, and I just, unfortunately, like, let's use a closet or let's actually use a kitchen. If you take everything out and you're like, okay, I'm going to live with this to, for two to three days. And then I'm going to like slowly figure this out. It's a mm-hmm. lot. Like you definitely like, you're not eating at home probably. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to figure that, you know, you've got to plan accordingly. But if you then also approach it and just take it like drawer by drawer, which can absolutely happen, you don't have as quick of this like aha moment, I feel organized. And we have seen that many people run out of steam. Yeah. Like they just do. I'd say it's a, it's like fitness maybe, <laughs> where it's like, you do better when someone else is there, right? Yeah. Like you do better in a class versus like me going on a run and 20 minutes later, I'm done. Um, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, you do better with a support group, you oh, know, in sure. that, like, I'd be embarrassed you could even say, like, to your high school neighbor, like, can I pay you for the day to just even physical labor of like, I've decided these things are leaving my house, put them in my car for donation it, it does help, you yeah. know, to kind of just speed it up and make sure that you could actually complete the space. Yeah. Or your significant other or your best yeah. friend or your sister, or mom, you know, yeah. just like a fun project and you trade and you're like, okay, I'll come to your house in a month and we'll do the same thing. Yeah. But it is, it is a team effort. And I think what happens when you're by yourself individually, so even for ourselves, you want to ask a, like, I don't know, should my wine glasses go here or should they go there and explain why? And then somebody gives you a reason why they think it makes more sense. And you're like, great, there's my answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better together. Yes. That's one of our mottos. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. No, I definitely agree. <laughs> that, that if you were sense, here, yeah. I'd be a lot more embarrassed by like how sentimental I was about something too, or like some random object, like even on my desk, right. I'd be like, so what you, you'd be like, what is this? I'd be like, it's a finial in case I need inspiration. Like I could check this, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you just said it, put that in the trash. It's sitting right next to it. And it goes. Karen, we're so, so, so that's my point of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having someone right. else, I'd be like, oh, now I'm embarrassed. Okay. And it makes it like a lighthearted situation, you know, where you're like, wait, so really? You you really actually need that? Like you can joke yeah. about it. And then you're like, you take yourself less seriously versus like looking at something and being like, this is so important. Oh my God, the umbilical okay. cord. Yeah. I could totally, I remember <laughs> like, again, you're like, oh, Wait, don't people keep this? And you're like, why do people keep this? <laughs> like, I'm, like, what are you gonna do with it? First haircuts, oh. yeah, I've seen it all. I'm sure you have. The teeth thing, uh, yeah. 
they're usually in jewelry boxes too. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom definitely kept my teeth, but I'm like, what? I don't want them. <laughs> like, wh right. what were you yeah. doing with them? Yeah. Are you going to give them to me as an adult? Like, what did I? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> even the bin so of, even the bin of like, soon. <laughs> did y'all's parents give you like a bin of your old report cards and stuff and my mom no, was like their so mothers did not their mothers knew like... what they did for a living and chucked it they were like they're not <laughs> gonna keep this bye my mom did not my mom did not yeah. so i think about it very carefully you know we've seen really cool things where you're just like what's <laughs> that going with this so i just seen like actually i i do have a really good one one of our very first jobs you know, we went in and we're like, okay, so mail is a problem where you just don't open your mail. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, would you like us to do that? Which I don't necessarily say that's completely our service, but in order to get them past this like area that is overwhelming for this client, we were like, we will help you. We can sort it and put it in front of you. So we did. And there was an invitation to the inaugural <gasps> ball and they had no idea. And we're like, you, you, you didn't know. We're like, we're like, so do you need someone to go with you? <laughs> yes. That's where you get wow, the invite that's cool. just because you opened it and they weren't going to open it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're like, oh, Finders man. keepers. Right. I mean, tons of like, you know, money. And like, we're like, so here, this just paid for our service. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Wait, can In we general, talk about though, mail? We're like, we don't, we don't organize and tell like we That's can give fair. you know, silly I, examples I, and whatnot, but you see a lot. I you appreciate see a lot it. And we want people to know that even what we see is, yeah, stuck in our little brains. No, yeah. I appreciate that. We really, it's like, in the, it's sure. in the, the, again, if you yeah. came, I wouldn't want you telling what you found here. I'd be like, I don't know. No, <laughs> we, we, do not, we don't need Intel. That's actually why you never see any of our like we don't show anything about our clients online. Like we very much so. It's a private, private thing. You're like little sure. secret fairies that come in. But but you know, when you go into a home, a lot of people, their first reaction is they they feel embarrassed or insecure about maybe how they are mm -hmm. living. And so we will some, you know, we will oftentimes tell just a cute story like this where we're like, we've seen it all. Please yeah. don't feel this way. Like truly mm. we've seen it all like umbilical cords, you yeah, know, where they're right. like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not that bad. Or they quickly <laughs> go and hide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I don't have one of those. Sure. Yeah. We actually always say too, like even friends or family be like, Oh, don't look at this because of who you, what you oh, do, yeah. whatever. And we're like, the funny part is we've seen more mess than you've ever seen. So like, this is probably way less like alarming to mm. me because I've seen it like in my daily where yeah. you're like, it doesn't seem to me anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. Can you guys tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and buy your beautiful product? Meatmethod.com. <laughs> Do you have any, you don't, you guys aren't on social media? Yes? No? Oh yeah. We're there okay. too. Yeah. Meat Method. At Neat Method. Yes. <laughs> Just Google Neat Method. That was really organized. It. Not to be confused. Yes. A lot of people will say it and they, they're like, Neat Method? I'm like, no, no, no. There's We're no talking meat. about getting neat. And tidy. There's just meat. That's all. We oftentimes will, we literally have a tagline. We're like, we're not a dating service and we're not a butcher. Right. It's meat method. Yeah. I <laughs> love that. Okay. And they could probably find if there's a location near that yeah. near on the website. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You guys are so organized. Come I know. There's an Atlanta one. I'm like, uh, hmm. <laughs> I already called them for you, Caroline. <laughs> Art surprise. That's actually who's back. Well, thank you guys so much. Yes, thank you. You guys gave some great, great, great tips and tricks and good stories. So thank you guys for helping us all get more organized and love our homes more. So. Yeah, thank you so much for wanting to chat with us. It was really great having us. Totally, I I do need to like. I know I'm getting up. Makes me feel like I need to go look through some drawers and like. Actually, I'll do my my desk drawer now that you said that. (laughs) Right here, (laughs) it's open. Getting in there. (laughs) Take a before and after so you can see how far you've come. That's a good advice. All right, everyone. Before's (laughs) and afters, send them to us. And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!